Welcome to the Kill Shot Experience, Episode Seven. And uh, well, damn it, I finally got him in the fucking studio. Reaper, Kevin, my brother. About time we did this one more time. Yeah, I guess it was time for us to ride again. Well, how long has it been since we did that last podcast? How long? I want to say the last time we did a podcast was towards the end of 2016. Last time we did a podcast. Right. Uh, in 2017, you were kind of all over the place. I know some you were <laughs> Does that mean all <laughs> like you dabbled. Like we're, there, you were actually you, you joined other like you were on other people's podcasts. You were actually getting to the point where you were just you know you were putting yourself out there a little bit more. I'm a little bit more introverted than you are. Yeah, uh, as it stands, this is uh, <laughs> the uh, I'm trying to you know. We're in triple digits. The amount of times I said, Kevin, come do a fucking show. Well, I mean, obviously, our work schedules have been opposite. Um, yeah. Apparently, we're we are essential employees. Yeah. Well, who the fuck, yeah. Who the uh, fuck knew? Ever since COVID hit, I didn't get furloughed. And I went from working a job where we were working five days a week. No, six days a week. We we're working. It was four nines and two eights. <clears throat> and then when that kind of balanced back out, COVID hit. And we're working Monday through Friday, eight-hour days. And I get sent to Williamsburg. So I'm driving 110 miles one way. And we're working four 10-hour days, three Correct. days off. But come, you know, the, those three days off, dude, I'm just beat down. That's it. Yeah, because you, you don't answer a phone. Uh, you I, don't answer a, a text. You don't answer a, a, a bird signal. <laughs> you don't answer smoke signals. You don't answer rocks through the window. <laughs> Believe it or not, I spend most of my spare time anymore sleeping. Which is amazing because you haven't, well, she's not newborn, but Carol's what, a year and what? She's two years old and she's more sufficient than my 10-year-old, my almost nine-year-old. You are not supposed to tell everybody that. <laughs> she is. I Actually, I'll give you a good example. You'll get a kick out of this. You know, you, you're a father. Kids make messes. You say, you know, I don't know how often we say the words. Clean up your own mess. I can tell the boys it's it's like talking to a wall. It takes about two hours before they clean up their own mess. Carol will spill something. I said, Carol, clean it up within seconds. She goes and gets a towel, paper towel, cleans it up. Speaking as someone who uh has been has spent more than enough time around your boys, um they're not dirty but they're boys you know my sister-in-law said that she said something about we know girls just they're just different than boys and i think what she was trying to say is that girls were smarter than boys at a younger age without actually saying (laughs) if it's the sister-in-law i'm thinking about that's exactly what she was saying and (laughs) the problem with that statement coming from her that's the one i'm thinking about is that she's not that smart so No, no, it's not that sister. Okay, law. well then, hey, wrong side of the family. Oh, fuck! It's the other side. Yeah, yeah. But, okay. but, but, point being, uh, I'll give her credit. Yes, for her age, Carol is smart. But I think about it though. Out of the three boys, Ever at that age was smart. Ever could pick up a cell phone at two. He could call anybody at two. He he was just. But the other two just. I mean, hell, one of them has a broke leg. <laughs> it's t- which, it, which which can I tell you? I'm surprised it took that long. Even though it, technically it wasn't his fault, right? He ended up with a broke leg. 
he's just running with a big ass dog. And he, and he fell. <laughs> and he fell. But yeah, I would have, again, speaking as someone who spent more than enough time around your boys, I'm surprised it took this long for either one of them to have a broken limb. Well, the, the, Irony and funny part of the situation is uh, after getting out of the hospital in Richmond, you know, he was uh, really nervous about going from the wheelchair to the couch or from because they gave him also a walker because he's not supposed to put no weight on the leg. And then last weekend, you know, you got to think that happened over what, like a month ago. Right. Last weekend, he goes, can I get the trampoline? And the first thing that crosses my mind is like, no. Now, now that is more like what I would have expected <laughs> coming from one of your boys. Yeah, they don't care about broken limbs. Like they, I, still, I tell you what, I still want to jump up and down on the trampoline. He, he's he's uh seven years old. I'm going to give him credit. The first week, week and a half, like he was, he was nervous. He didn't want to. I mean, he was scared to move. Now I can't get him to stay still. Like they, they, he will literally. On the floor, but cast on. Just, he's all over the fucking they house. Weren't, they weren't normally the type of children to stay still. So actually, you know what's funny is ironically, and and Ray can vouch for this. My youngest son is the son that he told me, Kevin, I don't want him in my house no more because he almost jumped down my basement steps and hit his head. Because that's just the way Benjamin is. And, and it, ironically, he's the one that has the broken leg. Yes. The, the, the steps coming down here to what is now this magnormous studio, they're very steep. And I never leave that light on because I'm used to walking down the steps. I'm getting older, so I'm probably going to trip and break my fucking neck walking down the damn steps at some point if I stay here in this house. But, but it's okay. <laughs> it's your house. You can do that. What was you saying? I don't have insurance on other people's kids. Well, duh. And I said, if my kid hurts himself in your house, it's his fault for doing something dumb. Well, again, he, I, well, he, at least he asked or made mention of the fact that he was going to attempt to, to jump <laughs> down <laughs> the damn steps. So I'll give him credit for warning me that he was going to try to kill himself. Well, <laughs> you, you, I know you've heard this story before, but you probably forgot it. Before he was, he was just about to turn two, and this is in the, this is when we lived in the apartment complex. And we had the double bunk bed for the two boys, and we had the toddler bed for him. He jumped off the top bunk, I, I re- I hit remember his that. head on the corner of the dresser, and had to get s- two stitches before he turned two. I, re- I remember this. <clears throat> so, and can I tell you, at, at two years old, he looked like a four year old. Yes, but I tell you what, though, he's kind of balanced out because if you compare him to like the other kids in his class, he's a lot smaller because there's this kid that hangs out next door. He's like, yeah, that, that's that's uh, I think the kid's name is Preston or something. He's like, yeah, he's my grade class, and he's like three times his size. Well, have you? Did you see the kid's mom? No, I've never met this kid's mom, but this kid's always hanging out next door. So I know the kid exists. I don't know if his parents exist because he's always well, next door. Well, they exist. Well, see, my, my, <laughs> clearly they exist. No, Ray, the stork drops them off. See, the thing about my next door neighbors is. <laughs> They live in a house and they have seven kids. Well, the house next door to them is is the guy's mother-in-law, so it's the wife's mom. <clears throat> and she has some of her kids that live there, so the siblings to the, the woman. And there's like a mobile home. I mean, if I did a full-blown head count of my next-door neighbors to the right of me, there's about 30 people that live on that piece of property between two houses and a camper. God damn. 
fuck size plantation you live in? <laughs> Fucking white people, man. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. <sighs> See, it, it would be wrong if I said if you told me that many people lived in your house next door, I thought they were Mexican. But that, I would be wrong, right? <laughs> yes, because they're would, very. Would, would that very be Hulk would that actually, be pushing some sort of limit, Kevin? Actually, it's funny. It's like I said, they have seven kids, and 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 my next door neighbor is pregnant yet again. Expect another one. So kid number eight. Who the fuck is having? See, who the fuck is getting people pregnant in the middle of a pandemic, Kevin? Uh, they're COVID nineteen. I tell you what, everyone always talks about hey, the baby boomers. You know, uh, speaking of which. Someone named their kid COVID. Their middle name is COVID. I wonder if they realize that COVID is an acronym. I'm not going any deeper than that. I'm just telling you, I woke up one morning because, well, at my old age, when I wake up, my TV's on the fucking news. Don't act. Well, she wakes up two hours before I do. And she wakes up and watch the news, and you're doing that shit. That's annoying the fuck out of me. <laughs> but to, to be fair, my favorite radio station is WTOP, which is news, traffic, and weather. The fuck are you doing with your life? Anyway, uh, I commute to work. That's my excuse. It, there, there's these things I don't know if you heard heard of them, Kevin. They're called podcasts. So I listened to a few of them. Are you getting ready to tell me that I should listen to the Killshot Experience more often? Well, there's a good start. That is me endorsing my brother's own <laughs> podcast on his podcast. Hell, hell, Wrap hell, your head around that one. Hell of an endorsement, Kevin. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, speaking of COVID, uh, it won't surprise me if there was going to be a big next set of baby boom after this because there's oh, a lot of either. Yes. Well, the news said it's going to be one of two things: either a whole lot of babies or a whole lot of divorces. Or probably both. I, I'm not fucking with you. Our news I, said I, I, a whole I, lot I, of divorces. I, I, I believe that, Kevin. I believe that. Speaking of COVID, you know where I'm going with this because we we've had this, we've had these conversations. We've had so many fucking conversations that I said should have been recorded. That'll probably be, will probably be better than this podcast. I doubt it, but we've had a lot of conversations that should have been recorded. I gave you this this list of stuff that I've jotted down. Some of that stuff has COVID on it. Pick one. Actually, I there's only one here that, that says COVID. What, but the rest of them are COVID related. It's in some shape or form. Don't fucking dissect the paper. I'm deciding. I'm deciding. Well, okay. Well, let's, let's talk about the mask issue because that's actually apparently a big one. And this, this is going to delve in the political spectrum because all over Facebook, you have people who represent the Democrats and Republicans, and they're all arguing over this. And even the third party, the Libertarian Party, arguing over this is 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 being told to wear masks, depending on your freedom. And then that kind of comes down to a question of you're being told to wear a mask for your safety. And of course, a lot of people are like, "Well, then you of course you have the people like, oh, it was made in a fucking lab." Then you had the other group of people who was like, it's not real. It's just the, the fear campaign to control the masses. Everyone's a fucking sheep. So so half a million people. Right. No, but you get what I'm saying. You always, okay. no matter what the issue is, there's always going to be that group of people who don't believe it exists. Here's my stance on the masks. They're irritating. And me and my wife have these debates all the time. But yes, they should probably be worn. But I want this to be like a known unknown 
that masks do not guarantee you will not get COVID nineteen. They they don't guarantee. It's but like when, a, when you say they. It's a preventive. It's a, it's a level of protection. Right. Okay. I tell you what, though, I was in food line one day, and I meant to tell you about this. Okay, Some food line. This this girl coming there, she had on her her COVID mask and everything, but she was wearing a shirt that like stopped just below, just 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 below the, the boob region. She had shorts that were like, you know, probably, <laughs> probably about three inches below the vagina. She had all kinds of skin exposed. I'm like, man, if someone sneezes on you, you're gonna get COVID. <laughs> I'm not being real. Like everyone's like. They're talking that the mask is not the only Dude, preventative measure. I, I, I work at Walmart. Yeah, well, you, exactly. You, you imagine the they dress like slut buckets. That doesn't necessarily make them a slut bucket, but, but I'm they gonna, still get COVID. But I'm I'm judging a book by the cover. The cover says you're a slut bucket. Eh. And uh but which is funny. Okay. I don't know if you saw this picture. I I, I saw a chick. This was before it got really hot. Like, it's hot now. Like, it, this is before it got really hot. It was probably averaging about 70, 72 degrees. He's talking about temperature, not mood. I I do know that a majority of your listeners are from the E-Feds, and I'm, I'm not trying to insult the E-Fed community, but there are a lot of people in the P- E-Fed community that are really, really picture, on the picture, picture the staring motherfuckingly meme right now. <laughs> <laughs> staring Motherfucking. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, so eh, it's nice outside. She comes in dressed like it's a hundred and two degrees outside. She comes in naked? Damn near. Okay. And proceeds to walk down the middle of the store. You know that one big line, the one big aisle in Walmart down the middle of the store. The one that down. goes straight to electronics. Right. Trust me, I know that all very well. As, as as Ray knows, I come in that door because it's straight to electronics. It's the only place he goes. So I go to the tool aisle sometimes. I did buy a hundred and thirty-six dollar fucking ladder. For what I don't know. Power wash the house. It hasn't. Anyway, <laughs> it, it had. Seven to nine different uses. It was the only way to justify it to my wife. I'm like, if I have to get on the roof, which she will make me do one day, I need to be able to get up there because I can't fucking fly. They say Red Bull gives you wings. It's bullshit. You drank enough of it to actually have wings, though. Because Jaeger bombs is my shit. But I'm going on, what, two months sobriety now? Thank you very much. You're, 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 that's a blessing to everyone around you. Oh, oh, yes. Because <laughs> trust me, there's a lot of times I was fucked up on something. So. You shouldn't make a broad statement like that. Fuck. I'm sober now. It's different. <laughs> anyway. It's so still unfiltered. Sorry, Ray. Go ahead. I'm taking off track. Fuck you. <laughs> so she's walking down the aisle and, and like you see people noticing her. I turn like a little bit and I see this motherfucker walking down the fucking aisle with an aluminum foil hat. With a pointy needle at the top, like a dunce cap with a pointy needle made out of aluminum foil. I posted it on my Facebook page. Now I'm tempted to pick up now, my phone and find that because I did not see well, that. Well, I'm trying to. We talk about the COVID mask <clears throat> and how it's. What the fuck is an aluminum foil protector? There was an M. Night Shyamalan oh, movie God. called Signs. 
and they put the aluminum foil on their heads to protect from aliens. In other words, this chick studies in the, the art of mathematics. Was she white? It was a white dude. Oh, the white uh, dude. dude had, uh, it was a white dude had to. Uh, <clears throat> I said this earlier to Ray on the phone. And I'll say it again. White people have this thing called hillbilly cocaine, a.k.a. crystal meth. And there's a lot of it. It runs rampant down here. I don't fucking know why. The thoughts <clears throat> expressed by Kevin Rice, a.k.a. Reaper, are maybe the thoughts of Killshot, but I won't acknowledge them live on the air. Not endorsed. Killshot does not endorse uh, the unfiltered Reaper, because trust me, he'll tell you, now that it's sobered up, he's like, Maybe, I, maybe I, I shouldn't have, you know, told you to express yourself. No, I, I, I endorse the unfiltered reaper. Um, I'm just not used. To <laughs> the unfiltered unfiltered reaper. Reaper. Who knew that when I was drunk, I was more filtered. I, I wouldn't say that either. It was a different type of filtration. <laughs> I actually have a moral compass, believe it or not. But I do when I, it comes to the people I, I, in this I, area. Again, picture staring motherfuckingly mean. So was he following the half naked girl? I don't know what the fuck he was following. Is my point. I don't. What, what, why is what I'm trying to figure out. Like we're we're it's enough that we have. A, and my, he had a mask too. He had a mask. Yeah. He had, he had the mask. He had the gloves. He he had a jacket on, but he had like I don't know if it was rubber band. He had something around to so where his jacket sleeves fit tight around the wrist. Now, I'm trying to think of how to say this without it being offensive. To is who? It, you're not going to offend me. I wasn't the one walking around looking is, like an idiot. Is it possible that he was someone of some sort of capacity of mental special needs? I mean, I made the joke about it being a method, but not you know how I, You know how I say, um, you know, I wouldn't say this about a certain person, but they fit the description? Right. <laughs> he may not have been. I didn't hear him. He he talked to some another one of my coworkers. I didn't hear him talk, so I can't. <clears throat> I don't know what they were talking about, well, what he said, or anything like that. He seemed to be functioning pretty well. He had other stuff in his basket. He knew where he was going. He was not looking. Or he's the opposite end of the spectrum and just thought, you know what? Let's go in here and fuck with these people in Walmart. And, and if he did that, then I should high five him because because you know, <laughs> he did. He, he did it. You, you know what? Fuck him. Because even though I work for Walmart, <clears throat> I don't like. I'm, they're not the brightest people. I mean, never mind. I'm not going to go to that. They, they I have, was going to say they, they have a plethora of issues. I know most, someone. Most of them. Most of them. They blame on Walmart. Ironically, I know someone. I'm going to leave them nameless who got away with theft for over a year and a half before they got caught. Yeah, we don't need that. Need that. Leave that person nameless. Pick another topic, Kevin. Um, <laughs> that was about to go down. Hold on. We straight away from COVID masks. All right. Oh, no. Okay. I'm glad you brought back. What the fuck was his name? Since we want to keep this wrestling tied. <clears throat> Your boy. Low key. Oh, low key or senshi? Whatever the fuck his little short name is. Anyway. He is one of those people who are saying it's my right to refuse to wear a mask. Uh, you're an impending on my freedom. It's He went through all these HIPAA laws and all this. I'm like, dude, really? 
<clears throat> me and my wife had gotten into it because I'm kind of, it's not that I'm on the fence about it. It's like in my line of work, they're like, you need to wear a mask and you have to social distance. I am a concrete structural foreman. So I'm outside all the time. I either do concrete or foreman. I have to use big words. Say I pour concrete. But okay. <laughs> all right. Well, it's like they're like social distancing. The problem with what we do, a lot of ours is a two people job. And sometimes we can stay six feet apart. Sometimes we can't. We try our best to, but you know it's it's can, it's inevitable. Can I tell you, nobody at my job is even <clears throat> even attempting to stay. I, well, I, I take that back. In the back, when they're walking by, in, like the hallway is kind of narrow, depending on what part of the hallway you're walking in. People attempt, you know, they right. They move, try to keep their keep distance. Them. It's like a. But for the most part, <clears throat> nobody's trying. The workers aren't. They. I'm not gonna say they're not trying. They just they. A lot of they try to stay. They, they stay away from the customers. More and then, but like they'll they'll shoot away away from a customer, but then stand next to a coworker like well, is like what's kind of fucked up about coworkers and I it's like this for me and my coworkers you know you see each other every day you know there's two, it's it's a comfort thing there's two carpenters I work with we have worked together literally for twelve years so it's almost like at this point I've done work with them for twelve years they're basically my second family I've worked with these same two guys for twelve years and so yes it does get difficult but the biggest issue I've had lately with the heat is especially the humidity virginia has a lot of humidity that mass comes down because it just is it's fucking well cool. yeah i I, <clears throat> yeah, I don't if i'm in the back i don't even put mine on until mm. i go out the front to out till i go on the floor because it's hot. like well, i'm working I'm, i work with tools i build shit all fucking day well it's like me and my and wife this, well this is our argument she goes well of course wearing a mask is hot i said yes I, i'm not trying to negate that it's not hot for you i said but i want you to think about this you're inside the store with air conditioning. I'm outside. If it's 93 degrees and it feels like 101, picture me outside wearing a fucking mask. And you're breathing in your own heat. So right. now it's 106. Right. And so I'm like, and so then she then she threw a wall. Well, was one time someone fucked with the thermostat and it was like, you know, 80 degrees in my store. I was like, that single day or moment in in your life at work, it's not the same as me for four 10-hour days outside in the heat wearing a fucking mask <clears throat> and that's the other thing that kind of bothers me is my company that you know they're trying their best so like you need a social distance if i'm off by myself doing something they told me they still expect me to wear my mask i said wait a minute I said, the whole purpose of the mask was if you're next to people <laughs> i said so if, I, if my closest person to me what? is 150 feet away you still expect more of my mask they're like yes well, let, me, like, let, you're me, let me ask you this if the heat is supposed <clears throat> to kill Corona, why y'all even wearing masks well, see, outside anyway? Social distancing should be enough. I'm going to be completely honest. There's a lot of unknowns about Corona. And I told you this when it first well, No, no, no. Stop, Kevin. There's not a lot of unknowns about Corona. President Trump knows all of it. Well, what is wrong with you? The first thing I told you is, I'm like, what the fuck are people going to do when it mutates? And people are like, what the fuck do you mean it mutates? I'm like, it's a fucking virus. Viruses mutate. <laughs> The fucking that's that's like fifth grade science. This is why I don't feel the need to watch all these goddamn comic book movies. You read all these goddamn comic books, you get they give you the fucking science in the comic book, and then when it happens in real life, I don't believe it. For the record, some science and comic books, Ray, is is completely 100 fictional. It's not. I know that, but I'm just I'm that. just saying. You would think these people who believe in science fiction will they can't. They go die hard for science fiction, but they you present them with real science, and it's like, well, that's not true. Well, 
<laughs> well, it's like the whole thing with the, the masks. Like my wife, she works at Claire's and they have a company policy. You can shop in the store with no mask. It's fine. They can't ask you to leave. But if you're receiving an ear piercing because of how close they are, you're required to wear a mask. And my wife for the past month now has had multiple arguments daily, not with kids, with grown adults about them having to wear a mask. And, and this is exactly how it plays out. She goes, well, in order for me to do your ear piercing, you're required to wear a mask. They'll, they'll go, well, that depends on my freedom. And she goes, no, this is company policy. We are less than six feet apart. I just, I, I just want to punch <clears throat> everybody that says it depends on my freedom. Then, I just want to punch them in the face. And then, of course, they go, well, all right, well, let me speak to the manager. Then she goes, I am the manager. They go, okay, well, let me have your corporate number. Well, it's 1-800-CLAIRS. And what did I tell you? If I were management... What would I do if you asked me for the corporate number? Uh, you said put the card on the ground. Let as they go to look at the said card, you will step on the back of their neck slash head and curb stomp the fuck out of them. But again, imprint the them number, the corporate number on their fucking head. It's one eight hundred Claire's. You well every anyone, time every, anyone can fucking seriously? every time they wake up in the morning, they will see one eight hundred Claire's and realize that I should never say stupid shit like I'm not wearing a mask to get my ears fucking well, ears. I can't remember exactly what they they labeled the the law, but there's a law. And I think it's federal. I don't think it's just in Virginia. That if it's any kind of like salon service, tattoos, piercings, anything like that, both participants are supposed to wear a mask. And again, I understand people are like, oh, it depends on my on my freedom. And to an extent, I, I get what they're saying. <clears throat> but at the same time, there's a lot of things about this social distancing thing that me and Ray have talked about. It's common sense. Six feet. Technically, for COVID nineteen is not enough because they said it can travel up twenty feet. But in all actuality, everyone has a personal bubble. If you're within six feet of anyone before COVID, you're you're getting you're getting too fucking close. <laughs> that you are. I mean, you. I'm, I'm just saying. Nigga, why are you that close to me to begin with? Right. It's like I tell you what. I was in Walmart once, and um, I was in line. And I shit you not, Ray. That this dude was so fucking close to me, I could feel him breathing on my neck. And when I stepped forward, he stepped forward. I stepped forward again. He stepped forward. And I finally had to look at the dude and be like, look, all right, look, look you got to back up a little bit, dude. That's when you had to turn around and say, and give him the staring motherfuckingly. I tell you what, there's a lot of times I wish I could mutate my face into a meme or an emoji. Because there's a lot of memes and emojis I'd put out there. For people. You want to know what's fucked up about that? The shit we wish we could have right now will actually happen. But it'll be... 10 to 15, maybe 20 years after we're dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That just sounds about right. <laughs> Which will be pretty <clears throat> fucked up. But as far as, like, well, my wife compared the anti-maskers to anti-vaxxers. What the fuck is that? I've, I've never heard anti-maskers. That is a did term. Your wife, did your wife make a that term up? invented in the Rice household. Hmm. <clears throat> we make up our own words and lingo. You should know this by now. You've been in our house. I mean, my wife I mean, right now we have things to kind of keep the sound out. But if she started yelling at my kids, we're about six miles away. I'm pretty sure we can still hear her. I used to hear your wife. Now, mind you, our apartment buildings were what? About a good. I'd say 300 feet apart. 300 feet apart. Y'all live way upstairs. We lived on the bottom floor of our building. Y'all live upstairs of y'all building. And I could hear her in my apartment. Windows closed. Yelling. Windows closed. No bullshit. My my wife used to perform in uh, the band Color Garden Theater. 
She learned how to project her voice. I, I, when you say my wife used to perform, I thought she was going to say something totally different. <laughs> you know better than that, Ray. I don't know nothing. I, you know what? I know way too much. Which is, well, since, <laughs> since I got to play the Russian roulette of topics, we did COVID masks. Because that was going to go down a very wrong road right there. This is my divergent segue. <laughs> Let's do wrestling journalism because this one we had a pre-show talk to which I say there's no such fucking thing. And and actually, I'm not going to argue with him because he's right. Journalism is, I guess, in its basics. I'm not actually using the definition, but journalism is reporting information. Right. Just across the board. Basic concept of journalism is reporting information. Pro wrestling is a scripted art form of a show and so let's be honest unless someone's getting signed to a different company or someone's getting fired there really isn't a lot of news i'll tell you what though i will say alberto del rio has something going on with the uh what was it it was the sexual assault charge well i, I know about <clears throat> he, he it's not funny i go to i go to ray for information because i'm kind of in and out i don't it's Cause see, I listen to those things. I don't know if you heard of them called podcasts. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, wait, I, wait, wait, I wait, see wait. what you did there. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I don't, I don't listen to the people who have opinion podcasts. I listen to the podcasts of people who are actually in the wrestling business now. So, because and they tell stories from when? yesteryear. Because guess what? They were there then too. So I don't listen to all these people who have uh, uh, shows well, that tell you everything. I think. Is happening is real because I said so. I met Ray in July 2015, and there is one name I've heard almost on a daily basis. He always talks about this guy named David Meltzer. David Meltzer. Can I said that all out. I'm sorry. Oh, fuck <laughs> and fuck, fuck, fuck David Meltzer. Anyway, anyway. And, and you know what? And for people who subscribe to his newsletter. The fuck still has a newsletter in 2020. There's another person who's... newsletter. Hold up, hold up. And people who who subscribe to his newsletter, his magazine, or whatever the hell he he's charging you for. Uh, I don't care that you pay for another person's opinion. That's your money. Do what you want to do, but don't try to then pass on his opinion as fact to me. And that's that's the problem is uh, as someone who's a part of multiple fandoms and Ray can vouch for this, whether it's video games, comic books, horror movies, etc. Pro wrestling itself is a fandom. And with it being obviously fiction, there's a lot of people that take everything to heart. And a lot of it is uh, most of your reports are opinion based, not factual base and, and, and most of the, these opinions <clears throat> you're basing your facts off of is something like you know what you know what I hear and I, and, I, and I'm guilty of saying this a lot oh I've watched it a long time so I pretty much know well it, you see you have some overla- overlapping topics here you got wrestling journalism then you have some stuff about ex wrestlers being mad at Vince and this all is gonna kind of like what be one big topic that all kind of coincides wrestling is a business Right, we've done. I mean, you've talked about this countless yeah, times, yeah. and unfortunately, the smart marks, and I'm going to call them smart marks because they are. They're but, fucking but other, smart other, marks. Other, other, what? 
See, I'm gonna be that. I'm gonna be that. You turn me into the asshole right now. Why? Why don't we call these fuckers smart marks? What are they smart to? Right. What makes them smart? It's it's sarcasm. They're they're called smart. But marks. No, 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 no. I was called a smart mark. What makes me like? What am I smart to? Because I know because I know exactly what the what the wrestling business is, but I don't take it as seriously as other people do. That makes I me, always what, interpreted mark as an insult. Well, to me, originally, mark, originally, originally, no. Well, originally was the mark. Well, the mark was okay. I, you're the sucker. You're the mark. It's a con thing. I'm conning that person into giving me money for to see something they think is real. You're the mark. So, in other words, mark was more relevant when kayfabe actually existed. The, 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 it's, there's two definitions for mark. From where I come from, mark is the first definition is what I told you. Right now, if we want to put it on a different street level if i was with a group of people and i looked at you and i said to them mark you're the next victim see being rare from two different generations of wrestling <laughs> and him being from the territory days and having you know uncles and being able to get dirt sheets and kind of being in the know i grew up in the 90s and what was interesting about the 90s was it started off with kayfabe still being intact especially the kids but then they just said fuck it and the kayfabe doors blew wide open like hey here it is well people blame vince for that i don't know no 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 they blame scott hall kevin nash sean michaels no 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 it's called the madison square garden it's everybody who watches aew will say oh vince did it when he went on tv and said we're not going to insult your intelligence. I'm going to be completely honest, though. Uh, Beyond the mat had a lot to do with it. Well, not and even that. People don't realize how exploited that document. I've told you this before. My stepfather hates wrestling. He hates it with a passion. He thinks it's the most retardedest thing. Oh, I'm, I'm, should, I, should I not say retarded? I've already said people are retarded, so you're okay. good. It's the most <clears throat> that word thing <laughs> he, to him. When I he, say retarded, I'm talking about. Uh, people of average intelligence who they, they, do stupid things. Okay, yeah, dumb people. Definition of retarded. Yes. Um, he hated it, but at I met my stepfather when I was nine years old. That's when my mother and him, you know, that's when they met. Whatever. That's when they fornicated. Shut the fuck up, Kevin. I'm sorry, I shouldn't talk about your mom like you that. Should She's never. A, I tell you what, Ray's mom's a really sweet lady. She is. Yes. I don't know where she went wrong with him. Do not test my mother's gangster. Do not <laughs> mistake. I tell you what, the greatest story you ever told me was how pristine she kept that other living room in her house. And out of retaliation, you're like, I'd never even vacuumed it every time I said I vacuumed it. And guess what happened? You fucked yourself because then you got stuck back in it while she watched you. Yes. That was your mom going. Which I don't know why the hell we're vacuuming a room nobody ever walks in. I still think it's cool. Your mom did that. That That's pretty. That's pretty legit. It's a show living room. We're not going to tell everybody about the time she went and put all her rings on and proceeded to knock me up. Like she was not, not, not like put knots on my arm and some shit for. She was literally putting her fist through my body because she. What did you do? It was my 11th birthday, and I got a, a gaming system, and I said some things I probably shouldn't have said at 11 years old to my mother 
Were you, you being unappreciative about the game system you got? No, no, no. I was being because I had like everybody in my neighborhood was at that party at my birthday party. Like all the kids were everybody that lived in and people from kids from three streets over was at my birthday party. And my mother tried like she tried to make me feel small, dude. Like I wasn't playing it. It's my fucking birthday. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> so wait, what did it have to do with the game console? Because she didn't want my mother was the type of people, I, person, like, I buy shit for you. And it's all right to let one or two of your friends play with you, you know, with the, with the toys or whatever I buy you. But you're not going to just let the whole neighborhood, like, we're not turning this into an arcade. Let me guess. She, you received this. What year was this? Oh, the fuck. You said it was your 11th birthday? This was like 88, 89. Was this by any chance of Sega Genesis? Because it come out in America in 89. Yes. No, was it, was it? Yeah, I got that. I got I got that and I got like three or four games for it and I got something else. But it, it was it was it was like a like a, another type of game thing. But it wasn't like a console, but it was another like it was like an arcade thing. Like two people can play it like you on this side, you on the side and you like play it or whatever. I that don't even make the shit no more. But it was that. And I was like I'm like Fuck, we're gonna we're gonna all play. It's a party. I'm almost like, well, no, these are gifts. To be fair, you open okay. them and put them away with his phone. The only reason why I can remember this is because I was kind of from the era of the 16-bit, 8-bit era of gaming. Back then, because rabbit hole. Well, games <laughs> games aren't you know, nowadays they're different. Like you can play games all by yourself, it's fine. Back then, me and you talked about it, everything was like a competition. You know, we were talking about uh, Tecmo Bowl, Tecmo Super Bowl. What did you do? You and your friends played it till you know to see who was the best. We was literally gambling on games. Street Fighter Two, Mortal Kombat, fighting games. What were they doing? They were playing each other to see who was better. We were gambling. In fact, y'all basically invented what they call Evo now, which is the fuck is Evo? That it, it's only the biggest competitive fighting game tournament ever in existence, which actually current news, <clears throat> Evo got shut down this year. I wonder why. <clears throat> I wonder why. What happened? Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's not, it's not. It has nothing to do with COVID. There was a lot You're of- the only person I know that says COVID. Everybody says COVID. You, says, you say COVID. I'm from Virginia. Um, there are a whole lot of uh, sexual assault charges and rape <laughs> allegations, and a lot of people, even the, the guy who founded Evo, admitted to it. It all, yeah, this all just broke today, like five really? hours ago. So it's not just fucking wrestlers who are committing sex sexual assaults on people. Apparently, gaming nerds do it too. <laughs> well, what do a lot of people? <clears throat> what do a lot of wrestling fans do, Kevin? Well, I just want to throw this out there, right? Believe it or not, in the fighting game community, there's not a lot of women. So if there's like three women, no, there's more now than there used to be, but. My point is, <laughs> apparently these these these, these I'm these, had to tell me that the <laughs> these three women had gotten sexually assaulted and raped. It's fucked up. They're probably the only three women there. That's my point. <laughs> nerds get retarded when there's fifty nerds well, ima- ima- and three females. I, it's kind of it's going to kind of be hard to imagine because you know we were both early bloomers as far as you know experiencing. Adult things. I was not Ray. I lost my virginity at nineteen. <laughs> hey, hey, Ray! <laughs> you know that, that motherfuckery meme you're talking about? 
right back at you by the power of motherfucker. Anyway, I'm not going to disclose my age because that's none of your fucking business. Not you personally. I'm talking about them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so imagine being like, I don't know, 23. What is what is the average age of somebody who goes to this shit? Well, that's the kind of fucked up thing about Evo, especially now. See, when Evo first come out, it was, I want to say, like the early 2000s. It was usually people between like 15 to, I want to say, like 21. They were all basically okay. younger. younger uh, ma- imagine being 21. Uh, imagine you, you <clears throat> said 19, right? I said anywhere from like 15. No, I'm talking about for yeah. you, it was 19. Right. Imagine being 20. Uh, how, how frustrated were you at 19? Very okay, so imagine being 21, <clears throat> 23, 25. You know what, though, and the only experience you had with a woman is basically whatever nip slip you saw or whatever comic chick you see dressed or somebody. I mean, just like <clears throat> no, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, I'm though, not, no, I'm not saying they should have raped them or assaulted them. I'm not saying that, but, but you can see saying. how that the frustration will boil over. Well, that's kind of fucked up now. You see, you have like the smash community and you have the, the, the fighting game community. And they've never gotten along, but I want to say as of <laughs> you make it sound like the Hatfield and McCoys. It, it really was. There's a whole documentary on YouTube. You should watch. It. It's pretty fucking good. What the fuck are these people arguing on? They don't consider Smash Brothers a fighting game because Smash Brothers isn't a traditional fighting game. You know, you look wait, at wait, 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 stop, 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 stop. This is why I run out of the fucking chat room when you and Des get to talk this shit. <clears throat> no, this is something you can relate to. You've played fighting. You've played Street Fighter. Yeah, but I'm not arguing over who what's a real fighting game and what's not. Right, right. But I tell you what, this this also it's kind of like smart marks. I I'm saying that sarcastically. Them fighting over AEW versus WWE. They say they're different, but they're the same. It it, it is the same. You want to know why? Because it's pro wrestling. No, not even that. I can go deeper than that, and it's blatant, painfully obvious. I can name you the top three people in AEW, and none of them, none of them, are these upstart indies. Or we're gonna brand, make brand new talent. You know who they are? Uh, uh, let me guess, because I've been out the loop of wrestling, but I'm gonna just take a wild guess. Cody Rhodes, yeah, Chris Jericho, yep, and John Moxley, yep. I, I, the list grows, but they're all people that were established artists. See, at least TNA. And, you know, it went downhill later. At least when TNA started and Jeff Jarrett started it, he actually had full intentions of showcasing young and upcoming talent. And if you watch TNA from 2002 all the way to, like we said, what, 2009 when Bischoff come in? Before Bischoff and Hogan come in, a majority of their talent was literally homegrown, homemade. Abyss debuted in TNA. Even though AJ came from WCW, his big stardom was in TNA. Oh, sorry. Back to the Smash fighting game community. Yeah, I, I still can't believe people are these grown ups. Well, no, they're all they're they're uh, man children. I don't want to be the stereotypical person say these are grown men living in their mother's basement because number one, well, first of all, this this is not my mother's house; it's mine. But I'm in the basement shooting a podcast. But at least but, it's but, your but basement. It's my basement. <laughs> but I don't want to be like because there are some grown men who you know have jobs and they go to work and they function well enough to take care of themselves, living alone. Allegedly. Uh, okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm just like, 
Like this, this stuff I'm passionate about, as you can see. Go go gospel and pro wrestling. That is kill shot and not pro wrestling is falling. My, it's not falling. I'm not falling out of like of pro wrestling. I'm, I'm just I'm tired of the. I'm, I don't like the people who watch pro wrestling. All right, well, see, actually, this will go back to what I was saying with Evo fandoms is what kill. It's funny. Fandoms is what builds up an entity and it is what kills an entity because fandoms get so big that people are like, in order to be in this fandom. Perfect example. I'm a Laker fan. I hated fucking LeBron James. Not because he couldn't play basketball. Not because he was, not because he could play basketball. Not because he was good. It was because of his fans. Like, they thought he invented basketball. Right. Like, the, the fuck? It's one guy. Like, I'm sorry. I grew up in the era of Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, Larry Bird. I can go on and on and on. Scotty Pippen. Oh, fucking yeah, Scotty Pippen. Well, I'm not a sports fan. But, I, you ain't gotta but, be a- I, but I can say this, and Ray will know what I'm talking about. It was kind of like when Michael Vick played for the Atlanta Falcons. Everyone made a big deal about Vick. I'm going to give Vick credit. Well, when he was in college for Virginia Tech, he was lit. And he slowed down when he got to the Falcons. Because he got hit by grown men. But <laughs> Well, I, that goes back to the whole thing with RG3. You can't be a running quarterback. If you're a you, quarterback, you, you're stupid. You can be a running quarterback. You just can't run all the fucking time. Because you'll get hit. You have to have another weapon in your arsenal. But like, Michael Vick was on the cover of, I want to say it was Madden 04 or 03. And like he, everyone, everyone was an Atlanta fan. Everyone was a Vick fan. And... And they treated him like he invented football, knowing damn good and well that football had been around a lot longer well, than he, the existence of Michael He was Vick. good. He was he was he was an A plus player on a team full of people who made C pluses, which and, made him stand out even more. But the coach knew how to win with the C plus player if he had a that with, the thing about that, well, see that goes back to that goes back to wrestling, movies, anything. You take what you have and make the best of it. That's why I'm such an ECW fan. I know you're gonna give me that fucking look. But what Paul Heyman did was he didn't have the budget of WCW or WWF and he didn't have the he didn't have the roster. So what did he do? He tried to make the best of what he had. <laughs> I'm look I like ECW. I do. It just was. It was a small fucking window of good ECW shit. Like I didn't like it when it was Eastern Championship Wrestling because it was just, it was wrestling in the gym, and I didn't know how the, the matches. I don't know why people praise these yeah. fucking matches. They look like. Oh, all right, you praise Smoky Mountain Wrestling. No, no, quality. no, no, <laughs> no, no. No, I did not praise. I said Smoky Rat, Smoky Mountain Wrestling had some good shit. I didn't praise it because I couldn't watch yeah. the shit consecutively. It was, first of all, it was kind of hard to follow the shit because yeah. it was like a big fucking brawl every fucking day. Top tier guy, Dirty White Boy. I couldn't get with that. And then his valet, Dirty White Girl. I really what the fuck? Because she looked like a Dirty White Girl. You know what the right? irony is, though? That is where the gangsters New Jack Mustafa debuted at. <laughs> Not ECW. Don't for the record. Kevin, Kevin, don't tell people stuff that's fact because then they will be mad at you. You have to tell them oh, the, the narrative that they believe is to be yeah. true. What is wrong with you? Dude, to segue back to the other thing. Do you um, not know how not, podcasts work? That's not my opinion. That was a actual wrestling journalism fact. Me and me There's and Ray. Since wrestling we, journalism. 
Well, you know, I mean, you thought that, but I tell you what, there's a lot of times when we were a part of, uh, I hate to bring it up like this, our REWP, <sighs> but we did bring up actual facts, though. We did we did our homework. We did our research. research. Like, Ray used to always tell me, he's like, yo, watch shoot interviews, and you'll be surprised the shit you learn. And he's right. I and, mean, I'd watch some you, of them. You know, you know the best thing I learned? You know the best thing I learned watching shoot interviews? I learned who was bullshitting, and I learned who was saying shit for a fucking check. Yes, you can tell by the way they present it. Not even that. The shit. If you really sit back and think, and and just think about the shit they say, and try to match up shit, like some of the shit is like I'm not saying that a person that I hate says this a lot. Well, no, a person I like says this a lot. A person I hate sometimes agrees with them. There's a kernel of truth in every fucking lie. That, that, that is true. Okay, so these fuckers are probably it, it, embellishing. I'm not saying a lot of this shit well, didn't happen. I'm just saying it, they're they're embellishing a lot of the shit. Well, like like the best way it's the tall tale thing, or it's like you remember the old game telephone. You have ten people. One person says something in one person's ear. By the time you get to the end. It's done fucking changed and twisted. It's done been blown the fuck up. We, we played that game happens. in school. It was it was it's called it was called secret. I would tell you one thing. It'd go around. It by the time it got back to me, it was completely different. Anything I said, there was nothing that not, not not even in the sentence. Now this is where technology kind of fucks everything up, and of course the nineties with beyond the mad stuff. But now we're in a in an age where. Everyone had basically has a fucking whether you have Android or iPhone, everyone basically has a computer and camera in their fucking pocket. So let's say the kayfabe doors weren't open wide up in the nineties, it would be open up now. Information is so easy to get out there. It's like politics. That's why politics everybody is so prevalent. Now. Everybody with with internet access wants to be the person. Or, and especially if you're doing this podcast, like podcasting, everybody with a microphone wants to be. Right. Everybody wants what a microphone wants to be. Uh, oh, I've reported this. I said this. Come follow me. Like, I don't want to discredit myself, but in air quotations, everyone now is a journalist. And the problem is the integrity of journalism goes out the window when you let your opinions interject it. Like right now, the news, regardless of what your political stance is, right? Don't like talking about politics. Regardless of what your political stance is, the news was always supposed to be apolitical. And for people who are laymans, apolitical means politically neutral. They weren't supposed to express that. You turn on any news station, they're obviously not politically neutral. Everyone's, you know, pro-something, anti-something across the fucking board. And let's be honest, your average person, there are people out there who want nothing to do with politics. My parents always told me, you don't talk about sex, religion, or politics, because those three topics right there will be a cause for fucking debate. And and I told you, I've never, I've talked about politics one time with, I'm not going to call him a friend. We were cool. I thought that was religion. It spilled spilled into religion, because I I don't even know why it spilled into religion. It just somehow spilled into religion. And by the end of that conversation, I was attempting to put him through a fucking garage door. And the thing about me... And I was on a ladder at the time. (laughs) I don't know how me and Ray have somehow managed to make it work. Politically... (laughs) Make it sound like we're in a fucking relationship. (laughs) SOA at this point feels like it. 
Um, oh, oh, the thing is, politically and religiously, we do have different views and opinions. But because me and Ray don't have our heads up our asses, and we're a little bit wiser than most, we don't let the differences come between us. We kind of bond over the similarities. And that's the way everyone should be. Me and Ray have done lived life enough, even though he's 10 years older than me. We're both at this same mental state of we know not everyone's going to fucking agree on everything. It's a physical impossibility. You don't believe me. If you're married, do you and your spouse agree on everything? Fuck no. If you, you don't. do, somebody's lying. <laughs> somebody's fucking lying. What was Either it? you lying to her or she lying to you or y'all just sitting around lying to each other. I had a sister-in-law tell me once, you can either be right or you can be happy. You can't be both. And at first, and I was just fucking I'm, with Can me. I tell you, I'm fighting that motherfucker hard. I'm fighting that shit. Which is probably well, why I'm not legally married right now. Well, sometimes, well, like my dad always told me, and he was right. You want to pick your battles. And he's right. That's with everything. That's just everything in general. You know, if you're online and you see something you disagree with, and I, whether it's political, wrestling, or anything, I'm like, if I comment, am I in the mood to argue because someone is going to rebuttal? Because someone's going to disagree and it's going to get heated. <laughs> uh, uh, Ray just showed me the picture of the guy with the tinfoil hat and uh, um, <laughs> yeah, that happened. Anyway, that right or be right or be happy thing, I'm fighting that dude. And then I'm, I'm, look, I know I'm probably I should walk away from a lot of this shit. I should because it's not really what fucking worth it. But at the time, I, I got this thing I'm struggling with, and it's it, it's it's slightly ego, slightly pride. Well, see, I don't have a pride ego issue. Did you just snicker? I did. I don't. I have like zero. Fuck you, right? <laughs> All right. Being an introvert. And so with an addictive personality, what I used to bury myself in, and Ray hears it all the time, was music, comic books, and movies, and video games. And I know a lot about each one of those subjects, and pro wrestling. These subjects, like, I dove in head first, because what I would do is, to numb myself from everything, I would bury into a subject that I was interested in. Deeply. And it used to be, like, if someone, like, would quote something about a band or say a fact about a band something i knew that wasn't a fact like they'd say this artist did this song and i knew for a fact that artist didn't do a song i used to argue with people too you know i'd argue to the fucking death now that i'm 32 i've gotten to the point where i'm like i don't want to fucking argue. Like now that i'm 32 like he's 50 <laughs> i just don't want to argue no more it gets fucking old real quick man at the ripe old age of 32 i've had an epiphany i don't like to fucking argue with people I don't know. After, you know, I have four kids. I come home. It's like when I go to work. Everyone like when I, when I worked with my cousin, he oh uh, my he God, loved that guy. he loved to debate. Like he just he because he was diehard about everything. I think he's credit now. Now that it, we're like two or three years removed from that whole situation, I think he did that shit on purpose. Because I, I that, he that's thinks, one of, he thinks I did it on purpose. That's probably, but no, I was smitten. And we'll leave God. it at that. Jesus Christ. Anyway. <laughs> um, like I I feel like people are purposely fucking with me sometimes. Because they because like that is the paranoia of tetrahydrocannabinol. Bullshit. That is the paranoia <laughs> of me trying not to go fucking ape shit on people because I know well, people 
and the people who do it for the most part know well, that I'm trying not to be that person. My anymore. dad's always told me that sometimes there's gonna be people who want to test you or test your patience with everything, which I mean he's probably right. I mean, there are people who just want to fuck with you just for the sake of fucking with you. Oh, back to what I was saying about the Evo Smash thing. Okay. They fight over that. Well, Evo finally got to a point where because Evo, I mean, there's multiple gaming competitions. Anyone who's a competitive gamer knows it don't matter what genre of gaming it is, there's all kinds of them. They've been around since you know, it all started in the arcades. Well, Evo is known for fighting games. They have Smash. Well, all this, you know, shit went down. COVID, <clears throat> what they were going to try to do was they're going to try to do like a online contest. Well, anyone who plays Smash Ultimate knows right now on Nintendo Switch, the online is just bad. It lags like a motherfucker. But with all this coming out now, because here's the fucked up thing about the age range. See, it used to be Eva was, like I said, you know, teenagers in high school to, you know, young college kids. Now the age range in Evo goes as low as like 12 up to people in their 50s. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. a bigger age gap. And so even Nintendo had to put out a statement that we cannot endorse, endorse any of these competitive players who've done been, you know, <clears throat> found guilty for either sexual assault, some form of sexual battery or rape. And they're having to go through all these different archives. Cause see, it took Nintendo years before they acknowledged the smash competitive community. Why is it? Here's the issue. All right. The creator of the game smash is a guy named Masahiro Sakurai. Remember when Kevin said he immersed himself <laughs> And Masahiro Sakurai was known, famous for making uh, Kirby's Dreamland. He invented Kirby. Well, he was big into fighting games. He was big, in, big into, into an SNK game, first you've heard, called King of Fighters. And in Japan, when arcades died in America, they were still big in Japan. And he was, you know, in Japan, people just come up and play, but instead of playing side-by-side like they do here in the U.S., they'll have like a two, three, or four arcades up against us. You don't really see who you're facing. And there was this couple that come in. He, he kicked their ass. He didn't realize it was a couple. They were both fighting against him. They were trying to have fun, and he can see where he discouraged them. So the whole purpose of Smash was to make a pick-up-and-play fighting party game because you can alter the rules. You can have items. There's all this different stuff. And so the whole original idea behind it was you know accessibility. Anyone, anywhere can pick up Smash and play well, then you get to the one that come out because it came out in N64, the GameCube called Smash Melee. And people turned it into a full-blown competition where people were making money. They were playing Smash Melee. Kind of like what people did with Madden. And they're still playing Smash Melee competitively now. Smash Melee, the only thing I can compare it to is Street Fighter 2. You know, there's been other fighting games that have been big, but, you know, people still play Street Fighter 2 competitively today. And that game came out in 1991. And they've come out, well, when they well, when they come out with um, Brawl, which came out in the Wii, <clears throat> Sakurai purposely sabotaged the game to where it couldn't be used competitively. That might be the one gaming system I never personally bought for myself. Other than Nintendo Wii? Yes. I tell you what, the punch out. I played a lot on it. I was gonna say the punch out on Wii, if you ever played it, was dope as a motherfucker. You know, the only my kids had a bunch of games for Wii. The only game I would play was the game that came with the Wii. The Wii Sports. I tell you what, though, that's fucking fun as hell. But the problem with the Wii was kind of same thing with the Wii U was it had a lot of gimmick to it. It took almost a year before they stopped doing the gimmick and started playing regular games. The problem is the way the controller was set up. 
was not designed for regular games. Well, and but see, I didn't buy it for the regular game. I bought it for the gimmick. I wanted I wanted to play sports with it. <coughs> what if, you know what? What if we had came out? <coughs> you are killing me. <laughs> oh, fucker. Uncensored, unfiltered, and this is what we agreed upon. Dre oh, said, I "Be never, as real as you can." Never, goddamn right. Did I? If I known real was going to be, you coughing your COVID germs all over. Ray, I don't know if you guys know this, and at this point, if y'all know Ray, y'all should know this. Ray is very OCD, especially when it comes to audio and recording. Fucking hate that shit. Ray used to be like, "All right, guys, we're getting ready to go on the podcast." Kevin, if you feel like you have to sniff, cough, anything, mute your fucking mic. <laughs> and I'm quoting him verbatim. And, 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 mute and now, your fucking mic. Now that I have what you know, some people call ghetto. Uh, it's not even ghetto though, because like I spent a lot of money on this shit, but. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny is a lot of YouTubers are basically have this little setup you have, and because of that, they can be on YouTube. Well, because of this, I can be on YouTube. So. Well, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> but like, like, well, like <laughs> fuck. I know. What if what if COVID happened? I mean, what if uh, what if the Wii had came out like now with COVID? How popular would the Wii be now? With everybody, everybody having to stay in the house, you know how many Wii parties you'd be having right now? Like with your family, none because of social distancing, right? No, talk with your family. Well, actually, that's kind of the cool thing about you don't have to switch. Yeah, you don't have. Well, Well, I'm saying, what if the switch had never came out and the Wii had just came out? That's kind of where I think the switch is the most superior system Nintendo's had since the no shit Super Nintendo. Is what they did was (sighs) is the worst three hundred dollars I've spent life. Well, you get to the Wii U, they basically. Made the controller a fucking tablet, which is a bad idea, and they realized that. That's why the Wii U tanked. So what they did with the with the Wii is it's a home console and it's a portable console. But those Joy Cons had the same motion controls that the Wii have. So it's basically if the Wii, the Nintendo DS, and I, Wii U I, had a baby, I, it's the Switch. I, I get what you're saying, but act like the Switch had never came out, and the Wii had never came out, and right before COVID, <clears throat> Wii came out. Well, here, let me fuck your heads up. This October, you might remember this game system. There was a game system back in the 80s called the Intellivision. You say that like I wasn't alive when that shit came out. It was in the 80s, Ray. I was alive. I was born in the 70s. Out, it came out after Atari. Well, the Intellivision is getting ready to come out again. It's called the Intellivision Amico. If you go on YouTube, and there's a lot of people who are all against it. And basically, it's trying to eliminate microtransactions. And it's not in the, the guy that, that's designing it's Tom Tellerico. He is, he's done said this. His intention with the Intellivision Amico <clears throat> is not for diehard gamers, not like near you. You know, I have a Switch, you have an Xbox. It's for casual gamers. And he said, you can have kids and then you can even have you know, your grandparents come over and play together. Basically, it's filling the void of the market that kind of the we did. Because that's actually kind of the fucked up thing about the Wii is a lot of people, especially Xbox and PlayStation fans from that era, shit all over the way. Like, it's not as powerful as the Xbox and the and the PlayStation. But it wasn't trying to be. Its whole purpose and entity was to make interactive gaming. <clears throat> kind of like you said, you played the Wii Sports. I love the Wii Boxing. 
And when I played my brother-in-law, I'm going to leave him nameless. No bullshit, Ray. He found a way to make the Wii lazy. He would lay on the couch, <laughs> slash like his heart. <laughs> Play the bowling. I'm laughing because I know the person you're talking about. All right. <laughs> and lazy is he, okay. <laughs> when, he, when he was playing like the bowling, he'd do this. He like developed this like wrist flick that mimicked as if you were doing that. Well, see, that pushes me off. Cause I don't play we like that. I didn't play. I mean, I was bowling like I was really bowling. Exactly. That's the same thing I did. Like we put that shit in the, on a the big screen, and we fucking had. Well, I had the kids. We were bowling. <laughs> I, I made the kids sit down and wait their turn. They had to stand behind us like we was in the real bowling alley. Well, he got mad because we were doing the boxing, and of course he's on the couch. Imagine watching someone we boxing, sitting on a fucking couch. I'm standing up. I'm into it. I'm fucking Connected. Rocky Balboa, fucking little Mac punch out. I beat his fucking ass. Okay, well, first of all, we're talking about weed boxing, so that's not hard to do, especially when your opponent is sitting on a fucking couch. But, but that's you what, that weed boxing out of all of them, that one's my favorite. The tennis, I felt like there was a lot of weird hit detection with the tennis. Like, I feel like I'm like, I know I hit that fucking you're, thing. You're just like the <clears throat> fucking wrestling fans. Just play the fucking game. I did. I, I I know for a that fucking that fucking you sound, tennis ball. You sound like day. fucking Dave Meltzer sitting there. This is a good match, but he didn't hit his heart. Harold Tompico, whatever the fuck you call that shit. Or I'm telling you, that fucking tennis ball had fucked up hit detection because I know for a fucking fact I hit that some bitch. <sighs> It'd be like missed hit. I'm like fuck you, we tennis. Did you really argue with a wee machine? Yes. And then, and then my my in laws wanted me to play just dance. That was atrocious. White people are not meant to play just dance. They're not. We don't have rhythm. You keep saying white people don't have rhythm. That's not a, altogether true. Name a white person with rhythm. J Lo. She's Puerto Rican. Not white, you racist. You can make a face all you want. She's not Caucasian. I know that. I'm just in the grand scheme of things, Kevin. You know what you sound like to me? You sound like the uh US military during World War II when the Puerto Ricans oh, were enlisted God. in the military. If they were light skinned, they were put with the white folk. If they were dark skinned, well, they were put with the black folk. That's racist. J Lo is not Caucasian. Okay. Oh, and again, and Ray's gonna get a kick out of this one. I do not endorse white Jesus. I think it is the biggest crock of shit I have ever fucking heard and seen. We had done straight so far from all these topics. <laughs> the, I, the, the, Ray heard me get on my. I don't know if y'all remember. I, I don't know if y'all remember about hour. about twenty minutes ago. He said we don't talk about religion. No, no. I said Ray don't talk about religion. Reaper does. I was on my soapbox. I was like, right. No, it really does. Here, it gets here, under my skin. Here's, here's, what I'll, here's what I'll say to that, and I'm not going to say nothing else. The Bible, these people are reading from, stop sniffing. <laughs> Bible, these people are reading from who do not, who endorse white Jesus. I, I don't know if they skipped over the part where it described what Jesus looked like, or they just refused to believe the description of said Jesus and just said you know what I believe everything in the Bible except that part we're going to change that part when I worked at Rite Aid I had someone who worked with me who legitimately told me that Jesus was made in God's image 
in that <clears throat> in Jerusalem, God felt the need to put a Caucasian person in the middle of Jerusalem. And I looked at them and I said, what fucking sense does that make? In what world? Oh, man. He's, I'm laughing. He said, God felt the need. That's literally what the person told me. What need was there? There's not enough white people around here. <laughs> well, this is also the same person. She also said, and she was one of my shift managers at the time, said that it says in the Bible you should stick to your own kind. And so my response to that is the only thing I can think that that means is you stick with your own um, species because I don't see anything wrong with race mixing, but apparently she did. But just as a little side note, her blonde hair, blue eyed daughter had a thing for the more darker complected <laughs> gentleman. And she had a lot of very biracial babies, a lot of biracial babies, all from different guys. And I, I can think Jeez, that's Kevin, you're making it sound like she's a slut. Oh, oh, she was. Okay. And, uh, Just clarify. And so I think that's where a lot of her mom's hate stem from. What, why but, is she hating? What is not our fault? Your, your well, daughter was a slut. Again, I want to specify, I did not see anywhere in the Bible where it said you cannot race mix. And I did not see anywhere in the Bible where it says Jesus was white. And again, if you think I, Jesus I, I, is white, I, I, you are I, fucking I, I, retarded. Again, this is all I'm going to say about it. It describes Jesus. Now, I don't know if people refused or just ignored the description and said, we're not going with that. We're going to make up our own, and you have what you have. I'm just saying. Just saying. But, but we've been talking for about an hour, and I'm pretty sure we could, we, we're about to go another hour. I'm pretty sure we could if we had to. Oh no! Oh, so okay. so, so I'm gonna see if we can go four hours. There's a part one and a part two, so I guess this is part two. <laughs> Fuck! <clears throat> is this your way of telling me this is gonna be your longest podcast so far? Uh, maybe. <laughs>